The Walk for Warmth is coming up this Sunday. It is the Wyndham Area Interfaith Ministries annual event that raises funds for our energy and housing funds also. I've got three folks here to talk about that this morning. Merle Pochinski, case manager, Kristen Fortier, volunteer and operations manager, and Victoria Nemirowski, executive director, well, for two more weeks anyway, of the Wyndham Area Interfaith Ministry. Folks, good morning. Thanks for coming in for today. Kristen, tell me about the Walk for Warmth. Good morning. Well, the Walk for Warmth is going to be happening on uh, Sunday, November 19th, and it starts at, registration starts at 1230. The service, uh, we have an interfaith Thanksgiving service, uh, which is a collaboration between many different faith groups um, in our region, um, celebrating uh, the harvest season and our community, and the entire walk brings in money for uh, funds that are rental assistance and um, fuel and utilities. Uh, so we are coming together at the Temple B'nai Israel in Willimantic, and we'll do a short two-mile walk around Willimantic. Um, and then that walk begins at 2.15 after the service at 1.30, and we come back for refreshments after that back at the temple. How many people do you think are going to be involved? What's your goal for that? And how does it compare with recent walks for warmth? Um, we're hoping that we'll get... Good morning, Wayne, first of all. <laughs> it's so nice to see you. <laughs> hi, hi, lame duck. <laughs> Thank you. I wish I Re felt like a lame duck. Retiring on November 30th. That's what that little <laughs> comment was about. All right, what are your numbers? So we, we usually get somewhere between about 100... I don't know. I mean, you know, COVID just messed everything up. But pre-COVID, I think we've had a high of like 200 people, and we're hoping to build back up to that point again. And Merle, tell me about the beneficiaries of the Walk for Warmth and why you do this every year. <laughs> we do this every year because there's a great need in our community. Um, so the beneficiaries, um, I mean, we, we tend to serve um, what the United Way terms the ALICE, um, Asset Limited, Income Constrained, Employed, it's a lovely acronym, um, uh, that's that's the population we tend to serve largely um, with our uh, financial assistance. Um, and, you know, folks just are scraping by, and it's difficult to, to make ends meet when um, inflation is where it is and prices for, for fuel and um, electricity and whatnot um, have, have really shot up. Um, and the, uh, you know, the, the uh, folks, um, you know, Life is, is challenging, folks. Uh, for example, um, we've worked with a lot of fo people who have had um, injuries on the job, for example, and they lose income for a period of time. There's a gap, and, um, you know, how are they supposed to pay those bills? So they do come and talk to folks at WAME to see if we can help them get over that gap, that, that hump. Um, so that might be a good example. So how exactly does the Walk for Warmth raise money for WAME. How's the, what's the money raising aspect of it, Victoria? Well, um, we, all of the assistance that WAME provides is from funds that we raise internally. Um, so the Walk for Warmth 
pretty much funds our entire energy assistance program and part of our housing assistance program, and housing assistance being mostly rental, some, some mortgage assistance, um, if a very, very dire need. So um, the, the budget really depends on the amount of money that we bring in through the Walk for Warmth. However, last year, our budget, um, we spent more than $100,000 on energy, uh, just on rental assistance alone, which in pre-COVID times was about $30,000 more than what we spent for our entire um, emergency assistance program. So the it, it's just getting harder and harder to raise the funds that are necessary to meet people's needs in the community. Right now, there really aren't any housing funds available for families who are in a bind. Um, you either have to be going through the eviction process in order to get assistance from the state, or you're out of luck. And our funds are really, really being are, are very low. We've given out a lot of money this year, and I know Access has too, but everybody's run out of money. The problems are getting bigger instead of smaller. Is this your biggest fundraiser of the year? It indeed is, definitely. Give me an idea about the turnout that you get. Are these mostly Wyndham Willimantic people? Do you get people from all of eastern Connecticut? Do you get people that come in from western Connecticut? <laughs> well, what's your clientele like? Kristen? Well, yeah, it's it's mostly in the region uh, surround, that's surrounding towns in our community. Um, so WAME is made up of around 35 different faith organizations. And so we have delegate representatives from each of those faith groups that are integrally involved in uh, WAME and its uh, you know operations and volunteering. And so they're, we're in collaboration with them. Uh, as we plan this and they volunteer for the event so they turn out from all the different towns um, as far as ways uh, Willington we serve as well so do people walk as individuals or groups or see all of the above <laughs> uh, yeah their folks form teams so you can form a team online if you go to um, runreg.com online uh, slash backslash wame walk for warmth wame dash walk dash four dash warmth <laughs> or you can just go to wame's website uh, wamect.org and um, look for the events heading and uh, walk for warmth and you can register follow the links and register online uh, as a team as an individual it's 25 dollars to sign up and you can um, pass that link out to family and friends and people can contribute and make pledges for the team or for yourself. And then we turn in those pledges on the day of or even trickle in a little bit afterwards. And yeah, there you have it. By the way, I am the top fundraiser right now <laughs> on the website. So I challenge anybody out there to please beat me on this because... You know, we, we need those funds. It's really easy, though, on Run Reg. You just, like, do a lot of it online and get people from all over the world to support you. Is this an annual thing? You're always the top fundraiser? Or is this some unusual, Victoria? Um, I, yeah, when I do, I, I do very well. <laughs> well, now, wait, I want to know how you do that. Is it because you know a lot of people or you, you, you hit up the same people every year? Or how is it that you're the leading fundraiser? I ask all of my dearest friends to support me and they do because they believe in the work that Wayne does. So well, I'm really glad you have a lot of dear friends. That's good. <laughs> Let's give an example of what the money raised for this Sunday's Walk for Warmth is utilized for. Merle, 
talk a bit more about who you serve and maybe give a specific case or two of someone that would be a beneficiary of the Walk for Warmth money. Sure. So, um, so as I had said before, perhaps somebody that um, had an injury on the job and there's a gap in income, or I just um, was talking with a older woman whose husband um, was quite ill and and died, and she had to be home from work caring for him. Um, And again, there was, you know, significantly reduced income to the household. Um, What might we help those folks with? Um, Oil, uh, electricity bills, getting, you know, again, paying up or helping move forward on those bills. Um, And as uh, Victoria suggested, Folks have fallen behind in rent. Rents have really uh, skyrocketed. Um, so people are really uh, hurting and trying to, um, you know, just, just get through that month or, or two, sometimes three, uh, that they've fallen behind because of some kind of an emergency, uh, as, I, as I described. Um, so there's a lot, of, yeah, a lot of need in those two areas, and, th- and this fund is significant in, in trying to fill those gaps. Kristen, maybe we should just let people know what the route is going to be. Two-mile route, hey, I can do two miles. So uh, where, can, where, where do people go on this two-mile route on Sunday? Um, it's in downtown Willimantic, so we'll be the event happens at the Temple B'nai Israel, and we will head out from there. We'll head downtown to the Jilson Green, um, walk uh, close to um, – the route isn't completely uh, mapped out on the tail end yet, but uh, basically a walk down to the Jilson Green, around the Green, back, and maybe um, maybe down to um, a few different areas on Main Street and then back up to the Temple. Now, I took a look at it online. I thought I saw Pleasant Street involved. Are you going that far south? That you must Probably have seen not. last yeah, year. Oh, it's last year as last years I looked at. So. I don't know if we're going to go as far as Pleasant Street this year. But it, it should be, you know, relatively plain, and folks don't have to chug up those hills or anything. Right. They really try to make it, um, you know, accessible to everyone. Level is good. And it's we'll not have, a stress test. We'll have maps available at the when folks register as well. We'll be handing those out with all the street directions, and people can cut off if they're, you know, too tired and they want to take a, a detour or something. We'll have there's plenty of uh, access for that. But in theory, would you even need a map? You just follow, <laughs> just follow the crowd follow like the lemmings crowd. to a flame. <laughs> well, we, have, well, um, we have volunteers from Eastern who will be joining us, college students, and so, and we'll also have the Leo's Lion Club from EO Smith, and they usually lead us off on the walk and kind of guide us as we go. And they'll be wearing their bright colors. Um, we'll have, um, you know police at different po- juncture points helping us do crossings so there's lots of lots of indicators and guidance so yes victoria this is a social event tell me about the atmosphere when people are actually taking part in and walking in the walk for warmth it's not just like you're doing a power walk you're interacting with people on this aren't you absolutely um as Kristen mentioned, a lot of church groups are involved, so they walk together as a group, and they really, you know, they're socializing along the way. Um, and it, people will see each other that haven't seen each other for a whole year since the last Walk for Warmth. So there's a little bit of that going on as well. Um, it's really, really great, I think, for the community to see us come out in numbers and know that there are people in the community who care about the cause that we're trying to raise funds and attention to. Um, 
So that's a, a really great aspect of it. And then when the walk is all over, we come back to this year, it'll be the temple. And uh, we have a celebration. There's wonderful food available, um, and people will socialize and catch up on things, and hopefully we'll be able to have the money counters to let us know how much we've raised at the event and ta- and celebrate our success. So you'll actually know how much money on Sunday afternoon? Well, not really. We don't really know. that the, the online registration doesn't close until November 30th. Um, so we really won't know the exact amount until then, but we'll know at least how much we raise at that day. We have a lot of people who are um, participating this year, which I'm thrilled about, are doing most of their fundraising online. So there's going to be less money counting than there has been in the past. Now, wait a minute. Clarify this for me, Victoria. Yes. The online registration for a November 19th event closes on November 30th. No, the online fundraising. 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 Okay. <laughs> can, can I just also jump in and just uh, in terms yeah. of the social aspect too, uh, sure. you know, I think it's important to also point out that at 1.30 um, there would be the interfaith um, mm. service and I think that's a really uh, important aspect of bringing people together in a you know, in, in a joyful, thankful way um, with, with music that and prayer. and so even on. more significant this year with what's going on over in the Middle East and Ukraine as well? I, mean, I, I would say yeah. it's always significant to be praying for peace and, uh, and gratitude, yeah, um, but perhaps more so this year. Uh, and, but you know what? You can come up with a world event every year, unfortunately, that uh, we need to be significantly concerned about. True fact. Now, being the weather weenie that I am, I don't have much trust in six-day forecasts, but right now it looks like some rain Saturday and maybe a dry Sunday. I want to hear a story, though, about the people who toughed it out in a prior year, and you had, because this goes on rain or shine, right? Yes, it does. And you had the walk for warmth, and people show up even though the weather stinks. Or maybe it's not just wet. It might have been really cold. It was horrible. <laughs> I remember this so clearly, but I can't remember what year it was. The, the rain. Maybe six years ago or so, six or seven years ago. It was torrential rain. rain. Yeah, we were very wet. <laughs> and people were completely soaking wet. We had it out of the Congregational Church in Willimantic, and they were just dragging their wet cells back. I couldn't believe the number of people that walked. I would have to say that a good 75% of the people that signed up to walk actually did walk that day it was amazing and they just dried out yesterday (laughs) (laughs) just in time for this year's walk victoria do you think the struggles for under-resourced people are getting more challenging i absolutely do i absolutely do i don't know what happened during covid i can't explain it but it seems that since covid people are just having the hardest time getting back on their feet and making ends meet um, and another thing that's happened, the, the child tax credit that was available to a lot of families um, is where we were, I guess the government was providing about $200 a month per yeah. child, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, yeah, right, yeah. for um, like at least a year um, was so great. Our numbers went down significantly during that period. But once that was taken away, it's just been more and more people are coming or needing the help that we can provide, hopefully. So I would have to say, yes, it's definitely getting worse. Even the government subsidies are lower. Um, the For energy assistance this year, 
CEAP, C-E-A-P, which maybe Merle can tell me what it stands for. Connecticut Energy Assistance Program. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Connecticut Energy Assistance Program has cut down their um, assistance where folks are getting what, about one fill? Right, yeah. I mean, they, I think, uh, from what I understand, that the numbers are back to kind of pre-pandemic levels, which, you know, with inflation and so forth, that's been three, four years um, of inflation and, and changes in pricing. So, yeah. So, yes. I've, I mean, I've already received a call, um, actually, um, of somebody saying my benefits are reduced and I'm, I don't know how I'm going to move forward. I mean, this is November, <laughs> and they're calling. And, and that's when we have the walk for warmth right, in right. November. Now, let's say someone can't take part in the walk for warmth. Can they still support this program in other ways? You can always support WAME, the Walk for Warmth, and all of our programs. You can donate to us via our website, or you can always send a check to us via United States Post Office, and that would be to um, WAME at Post Office Box 221 in Willimantic, 06226. WAMECT.org, Walk for Warmth, the event starts at 2.15, but the registration is 12.30. The interfaith service starts at 1.30, and it all starts and finishes at Temple B'nai Israel, and then a short two-mile walk around Romantic Willimantic. It's called the Walk for Warmth, as it benefits the Wyndham Area Interfaith Ministries funds for the energy and housing funds. Folks, great job, and Victoria, thank you for your many years of great work with the Wyndham Area Interfaith Ministry. And thank you for your support, Wayne. We appreciate it. You're welcome. Victoria Nemirowski, Executive Director of WAME, Merle Pachinski, a case manager, and Kristen Fortier, Volunteer and Operations Manager at WAME on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.